ready to wake up, you're going to wake up. And if you're not ready, you're going to stay pretending that you're just a little, poor little me. Soldiers, don't fight for slavery, fight for liberty. In the 17th chapter of St. Luke, it is written, the kingdom of God is within man, not one man, nor a group of men, but in all men, in you, you the people have the power. The world is like a ride at an amusement park, and when you choose to go on it, you think it's real, because that's how powerful our minds are. Everybody is I. You all know you are you. And wheresoever beings exist throughout all galaxies, it doesn't make any difference. You are all of them. And when they come into being, that's you coming into being. Yo, 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 beautiful people, how's it going? Hope you're all doing well wherever you are in the world. And this week on the podcast, I decided to jump in and do another episode of Observing My Thoughts. I'm not going to say too much in this intro as I do ramble a lot in the on this Observing My Thoughts and all is explained. So basically, just to give you a bit of a heads up, this podcast is a deep one. It goes right out there. I was really skeptical about doing this podcast initially, but after thinking very hard about it I thought it was I thought that I had to do it just in case other people out there are also going through this similar experience and they don't know what the hell this is like I was at first so this is a powerful one it probably is one of the most maybe the deepest podcasts I've ever gone so far on the podcast in terms from a from a personal perspective um so basically just to give you guys a heads up I'm going through at the minute I've come to I'm, I'm certain, not just conclusion, but I'm certain that I'm going through a Kundalini awakening. All is explained in this podcast. I go into um, more in-depth details of it, what a Kundalini awakening is, what it's been doing for me. And the reason why I felt and came to the conclusion also that I had to talk about this is because this is something that is, from now on is not going to leave me. I definitely feel like this this thing is evolving my consciousness the way that I see things the way that I think the way that I speak about certain topics and in three days time from now I'm going to be heading into London towards London and I've got six podcasts lined up for a couple of days in there and there's no doubt about it that this topic is going to come up again and again and again and my sort of reference point and the understanding that this kundalini awakening has given me is definitely going to make the conversations a lot richer and deeper so just to give context before them episodes do come out i felt it was very vital and important to speak about this experience so that you guys in future weeks don't don't think what the hell is he talking about so that's why i thought it was important anyway i hope you enjoyed this as always stay open-minded people and enjoy this conversation peace out here we go so how's it going beautiful people hope you're all doing well wherever you are in the world and this week on the podcast as you know normally i have conversations with many different people from all around the world this week i decided to dive into another episode of observing my thoughts i know you guys love these episodes and just for you guys out there who are watching on youtube 
Normally in the past, I haven't put these episodes out on YouTube. I normally just keep them for the audio version of the podcast. For some reason, it never feels natural just having a conversation and looking directly into the microphone. So that is one of the reasons why I don't put them on YouTube is because it just doesn't feel natural, doesn't feel like a normal human thing to be staring at a camera. And normally when I have conversations with people, I'm sort of facing them one-on-one and you don't even realise the cameras are there. So I'm going to try from now on to put some of these episodes on the YouTube video, get get used to sort of looking into this, this weird little lens thing that you were all watching through. So anyway, here we go. This is another episode of Observe Me Thoughts. In these episodes, if you don't know, if you guys out there don't know what these episodes are, basically every single week, I always have different new thoughts, new concepts, and new ideas in my mind that I'm playing with. And from time to time, when it, when it feels right, I will have a, I'll do a podcast like this where I basically just very raw, very rough, and I just talk about some of the things that I'm currently working on. And the thing, and one of the things that I do want to talk about today as well is is definitely one of them. It's very raw. It's certainly very interesting. It's something that I'm I'm still I'm very much working me working my way through. It's probably one of the biggest topics that I'll ever talk about on the podcast to date up to now. And over and I'll give a bit of context before I do dive into this. But over the last, I would say especially over the last five or six months. I've really been having some very interesting experiences. You can call it uh, senses of the mystical, senses of the woo, senses of me higher self, altered states of consciousness. I don't know what word you want to put on it. You can call it whatever you want. But a few, um, about six months back, I had uh, an experience with the plant medicine cannabis. I did a whole podcast about that a while ago. And I really did have some really interesting experiences and I experienced that with one of my good friends. And some really interesting things went on, some inter- interesting experiences in terms of the, the, the visions and the things that we were seeing and the experiences that were unfolding. And it's been really interesting because since that period of time when I had that experience, things on my own sort of spiritual journey have really been heightening up, have been sort of things, things have been manifesting in my own life on a on a sort of a height, a much heightened level than it was in the past. So anyway, over the last few months, this thing has really been come, becoming heightened and I've really been trying to figure out what has been going on within my own self. I've been having lots of um, experiences of synchronicities, deja vu, interesting experiences with, with some of my uh, close friends and things that have been unexplainable. And anyway, all these different shifts, I've been feeling these different shifts of energy throughout my body and stuff. And I, ha- I really I really haven't been um, in a position to, to really fully understand what they are. As you know, if, you ever, if you've had an experience of the mystical, of the woo, or these subtle changes within our bodies, at times they can really be sort of um, hard to figure out what, what's really going on. And this has definitely been one of them for me. But I feel like I'm at a point now with this experience where I can talk about it a bit more, give it, a, give you guys a bit more clarity on it. And maybe you guys are sort of are going through this experience yourself. Maybe you know you are, or you don't know what you, you don't know what it is. So that's the reason why I'm going to talk about this specific topic today. And this is not going to be one of them podcasts where I talk about this certain topic that I'm going to talk about. Where I'm going to be sitting here pretending that I'm channeling from <laughs> from the planet Zorb and, and spewing out all these different things. It's not like that. This really is not like that at all. This is going to, I'm going to be real exactly what exactly what's going on and how I feel. So, like I said, over the last few months, some of these experiences have been really weird, and obviously I've been trying to trying to process them. And I will mention as well 
when I'm going to talk about some of these things, sometimes the language is hard to describe some of these processes, so bear in mind with us on that as well. But what I've come to terms with and realized is that over the last couple of months, and still in the, currently in the process of it, so this is very a very special podcast because I've been in two minds whether to talk about this because I'm still in the process of going through this experience. And I was deciding, should I talk about this? Is it right to talk about it? So after a long after long thought, I, I've come to, I've come to the terms that I, I feel that it's important to talk about because there might be some people like I said but before people out there like yourselves who are also going through this and you haven't got a fucking clue what it is. That's the position that I was in until I started really diving into this thing. Started getting stronger within myself. And I started understand. Started doing some more research, speaking to other people on the topic. So anyway. I've come to terms that the thing that the experience that I'm going through is basically a Kundalini Kundalini awakening. And just to give a bit of context on this, I'm no expert on this. Like I said, I'm still going through this experience now. But basically, just to give you guys a bit of a, a bit of a backstory on this, if you guys are familiar with the sort of the notion of a Kundalini awakening or Kundalini energy, many cultures in the past have always talked about um, this profound energy this profound source whatever you want to call it many cultures in the past called it the life force energy and they speak about how this energy is the reason and the creation of the universe make of that what you want but that's what many cultures in the past talked about a lot of scriptures in the past talked about that in this same energy that i'm talking about there and that is referring to is basically meant to be Based at the bottom of, our, of, of all the, of everybody's spines, the human body. In a lot of mythology, talks about how it is also known as a sort of a serpent. And they talk about how this serpent, this energy, lies dormant at the bottom of our spines until it is basically awakened within us all. So just to explain this a little bit better, like I said, I'm no expert on this. I did a bit of research and I wanted to, I've got a few things that I wanted to read off just to give you guys a bit better of a breakdown on the, on the end of what this actually is, what the Kundalini awakening is and what the Kundalini energy is. So I'm just going to read this off, guys. It basically says that it's um, believed. So it basically says that it is believed that in those who are unawakened, their energy remains coiled at the base of their spine. For those who have had an awakening event and become conscious, the energy spirals upward, activating each chakra. It says that you're likely to perceive a partial Kundalini awakening as a feeling of intense and even electrical energy originating from your legs and expanding higher into your body with particular awareness being placed on, on the main seven chakras within your body. A true Kundalini awakening will be the most intense experience you will ever feel so this is definitely something that i'm going through right now i know i know for a fact it is okay so i wanted to talk about and dive into some of the things that that this has actually been doing to me and how how i know it is how i know it is a kundalini experience because i've looked into many other people talking about this and they explain they've explained and talked about the same symptoms and some of the things that i'm going through and I just wanted to mention as well some of the things and some of the symptoms that I want to talk about are more related to my experience. 
I'm not, I'm, I might touch on a few different um, bits of information that I've come across that might be related to something that you're going through or something that's related to a Kundalini experience or a Kundalini awakening, whatever you want to call it. But basically for me, I'm not going to dive into all the sort of the, um, the research behind this. I'm going to be talking from more of a raw perspective on some of the experiences and some of the things that I've been going through. So one of the first ones, just to get out of the ways I want to talk about and explain, and this is something that I have not experienced yet, but I know other people have. Basically, talk about people talk about when you have a Kundalini experience, you start seeing colours behind your eyes. So, see if you start closing your eyes, you'll start seeing seeing different start seeing different colours behind your eyes. And many people talk about how you can get a sense of, of a bright white light and stuff and you can feel the, the sensation of sort of maybe being blinded and things when you've got your eyes closed. But that's something that I've not gone through. Another one that I wanted to mention, and this is one that I've definitely had a lot of, is sort of jolts of energy and energy rushes through your body. It might sort of feel at times as well like you've got a form of sort of Tourette's or something and you can just get these jolts of energy where you'll be standing and your body can just be doing things like this. And at times it does look crazy, but you can just get jolts of energy around your body and basically the energy is firing around different parts of your body and that's all it is. Another interesting one, and I felt this quite a lot, is pressure on the body. So I'll say I'll I'll just be lying in bed and common occurrence is is things like pressure on my ears i can feel like a lot of sort of sensations and energy in my ears and on the top of my head as well sometimes there's a bit of energy in other parts of my body as well another one um, which is very interesting is fatigue fatigue in the body so at times i can feel tiredness in say in in the physical in my physical body muscle soreness or or even times where i feel like i need a lot more rest i just need to sort of chill out um and take the focus more inward and that's and that's um that's 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 one symptom that i've been feeling another interesting one as well is um sort of like a wake-up call like a kundalini wake up wake up alarm it's say early hours in the morning say three o'clock in the morning all of a sudden i'll just be woke up early hours in the morning and i have an interesting story out of that as well um basically what happened was is I was having a particular experience where, and this, and, and just to dive a bit deeper into this, which is even more profound in terms of the Kundalini experience, and I'm not going to go too far into this because it's still very raw. But one of my best friends has also been, is, is, is also having a Kundalini uh, awakening, and he is very much at the similar stage to me. And we went away. Um, last weekend gone to the lake district which is a beautiful place not far from where i live and we went away just for a weekend of hiking up the mountains and stuff and i've got my own little van which i stay in the back of we travel around and i stay in the back of the van minimalist <laughs> save money on hotels and stuff not going to waste money there and we stayed in the back of the van and all of a sudden what happened was is we i had i had um we went to sleep on the night and i had a dream on this particular night that me and my friend were were basically on a bookshelf which is crazy where both of us were lying on a bookshelf and all of a sudden i had this experience where we were just about to fall off the bookshelf and as we were both going to fall off the bookshelf as we were both sleeping in this dream i woke up 
and my friend woke up and went whoa and this is where this thing kicked in between us where we started started going through the kundalini experience we start feeling the energy rushes the sort of the energy flowing over our body because that's what it, that's another experience of this the energy starts to sort of like a serpent as i mentioned before in the past it was known as a, the energy is sort of um sometimes called a serpent serpent energy and you feel the energy come over your body like a wave like a serpent over the body particularly for my experience it's been starting at the bottom of my toes it's been coming over my legs to my body to the top half of my body over my head like that so it's just interesting how this thing is um <laughs> is connecting with dreams it's uh it's connecting with other people it's it's very 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 um profound very profound experience to say the least Another interesting angle of this thing as well is that it's definitely an experience that I've happened. A lot of spiritual circles talk about how this energy purifies and cleanses the body in terms of a physical perspective, but also, most importantly, from a psychological perspective, um, clearing out trauma and things. And this has definitely been happening for me because I feel like a couple of, especially the last couple of months, one of the biggest things for me is I've been coming this this. Um, kundalini energy has been making me come to come face to face with all the past traumas that i've faced in my life making us realize all the things that i need to work on and become better to become a better human make makes us come face to face with all the different interactions that i maybe didn't interact in the correct manner so say for example some past relationships past friends um past business interactions past whatever every single interaction that i've had in my life making us face them and in in showing us how things that i need to work on and basically making us come to peace with them things and make us actually try to um, overcome them things in terms of from a psychological perspective it also makes us come face to face with some mental blocks that i've been putting in, in putting in place in my life things that maybe i've and say one aspect of me life i've had i feel like i've been in, um come from more the ego or coming from more say more of a, a masculine point of view or and not coming in touch with the feminine or maybe some um some control some control aspects of my life that i've been put in place in too much control in one in one area of my life and the and the obviously this energy is going through all these things it's making us come face to face with them and i know all it's doing is trying to make us become a more sort of a more better human um and if you want to use the word enlightened you can use that word because it's definitely definitely a form of that but one of the biggest things as well is some is, is um i've talked about on this podcast a few times is the gift of true sight and i definitely feel that it makes you become more conscious conscientious of your own mind and your own thought patterns and especially your interactions with certain people and a big part of this is really making you um, making you come to terms with all the different interactions that we have in our, on a daily basis in our daily lives and how we can deal with these different situations in a much better way and have the ability to see these interactions before they occur. Say like, for example, we all know in our daily lives we're all on a healing journey. We're all trying to figure, figure shit out, trying to figure out what the fuck this is. And at times we can have certain things in our lives that are affecting our daily interactions maybe you're at a job that you hate um maybe that you have you have sort of broken relationships whatever whatever it can be and at times this reality this world can become come hard at times and that can be sort of um that can affect our interactions with people maybe we're aggressive with some people maybe we understand maybe we don't deal with situations in the correct way that we should have 
and what this sort of what this energy is doing for me it's making me really come really really have the ability of true sight within them interactions and the ability to have a conversation with someone better relate with someone better see patterns in my behavior that are maybe in the past were coming from a place of ego and that's what it's definitely doing it's unraveling all these different patterns and the only best way i can describe it and the word i can use is giving me the ability of true sight so i hope that makes sense and obviously this thing as well is really giving me some big realizations in my life many different things and like i mentioned as well i'm going to mention a hundred times but it, i am still going i'm still very much going through this i know i'm in the middle of this process it's still unraveling i don't know what the end term of this thing is going to be it's it's it, it's not a negative thing i promise you that it's a positive thing it's the it really is a, a is what i'm coming to terms with now with the intuition that i have with inside myself and the way that's connecting with us this thing it really is a beautiful thing and the ability within this physical world to have this experience really is a true gift and i promise you that it really is a true gift but one of the biggest realizations that i've had um, and this sounds crazy i know people don't like this word but I, I really come to terms that we are all god i think all of us have this ability within ourselves we are our true nature is all god i mean i know in the bible and stuff in in terms of religion and things religion's perspective is always looking with outside of themselves in my opinion not the true meanings of religion but the the way that the modern modern religion has sort of come about it's always about bringing your attention outside of yourself and looking around at others around you like as say gods and stuff is that these are our saviors and things but really i mean what this is what this has taught me is that we are the gods we are the gods we are the gods incarnated in this place um alan watts says this all the time on the podcast and i've mentioned this a few times but he says if we were gods um because sometimes say well how are we the gods if we're if there's terrible things going on in the world wouldn't we have the ability to change it and stuff wouldn't we wouldn't we if we were the gods wouldn't we put ourselves in a better in a better place but alan watts says it best he says that just imagine one once upon a time you were a god and you had the ability to to, to play any video game that you wanted to play place yourself in any single scenario that you wanted to place yourself in he said initially you would place yourself in a realm that was perfect that you could you could do anything you want you could sell all your deepest fantasies you could ride dragons you could have sex with as many as many people as you wanted to whatever your deepest fantasies were you would do it all basically god mode in the video game then eventually you get to a point where that would become boring you get more and more adventurous and you'd place yourself in a, a somewhere that was a little bit more risky that you didn't know what was going to happen and you didn't know what was coming around the corner then eventually you would place yourself in a place that is very similar to where we are now so think about that for a second because it is very resonant and what this thing definitely does is it makes you realize that everything is interconnected and everything maybe is just a sort of a mirror image of ourselves all the interactions that we have in our day-to-day -day lives is just sort of a an aspect of ourselves or we are a projection of our inner selves in sort of different interactions or different even in different traits that we don't like in other people really it's just a, it's just all from ourselves it's all just an interaction um it's just all a mirror image of ourselves and it really does um project that what is sort of um and it really does sort of project what is within is also without and like i said all our daily different daily interactions really are just a mirror image of ourselves all the different sort of interactions that we have on a daily basis and maybe things that we don't like maybe traits that we see and others that we don't like 
and also as well traits that we do like in others are actually all just a part of ourselves <laughs> and they're just manifesting in these different weird ways that we don't understand and that are crazy and i will also say as well that a big thing for me is realize that the, the most powerful thing on the most powerful thing that we can all do is service to others i know it's sort of um hippie whippy bullshit sometimes people always say that service to others is the best way but it really is and i think when you truly align to that that the biggest power on this planet is given to others and this is what this awakening to me is definitely doing and something that i'm um, tuning into is that the biggest thing that we can do is to be serve to be ser- of service to others around us and i'm definitely feeling that in my life i know that i do this podcast and stuff um and i do feel that's a service to others as well uh, maybe there is a part of the ego as well within that i'm aware of that as well but at the same time i do feel that the bigger pull is a service to others i do want to help people i am at a point in my life where i see a lot of the bullshit and i do want to help as many people as i can and especially with this thing that's unfolding i do feel that the biggest thing that it is teaching is that we need to help each other and we need to we're all in this together and we need to be of service of each other and we all need to become better humans within that with our daily interactions, whether it's in our daily jobs, whether it's um, family members, relationships, whatever it is, but a realization that we can all be in this together and we can all help people around us. And also as well, I know that this sounds crazy. I know this experience and what I'm going through sounds crazy. There's, if you do some more research into this, you can type in a YouTube Kundalini Awakening and you will find certain people who really do break down all these different steps. I know I'm talking from more of a sort of an exponential point of view where I'm sort of more from a feeling point of view. I'm experiencing this. There is people who try to do science on this. There's not a lot out there, but there is people, a lot of people and a lot of sort of um, quote-unquote spiritual masters who have talked about this in the past and, they, and they've also gone through this experience the research is out there so i'm not just talking shit but i'm talking just letting you know that i'm talking from more of a feeling perspective because that's what i wanted that's all i can do at the moment because i'm right in the monk in the middle of this and like i said people around you might this might seem crazy people around you when you're having this experience might see feel might you might think like oh this is completely crazy there is a point in this journey for me especially in the initial stages of it when i didn't understand what was going on i was thinking i was questioning myself am i going crazy here am i am i really going crazy uh, but the beautiful thing about this experience and just to mention like like one of my best friends really is going through this experience which is another weird dilemma that i need to think about and why is that happening one of my very best one of my best friend really is going through this experience as well so i've had the comfort of, of us two sort of bouncing ideas off each other and then um, we've both come to the conclusion that this yes it is a kundalini wig and all the symptoms are true they're all lining up but this really isn't a crazy thing, guys. It really isn't. It's completely the opposite of crazy. I mean, the normal person on the street who doesn't understand this is definitely going to think it's crazy. But when you do start to understand it, it's the complete opposite. It's the most beautiful experience that you're ever going to experience. And the point that I'm on, point that I'm at now in this journey, I, I really do feel I know there's more. And I really do know there is more. Um, this thing that is pulsating through is now, I'm aware of it now within my system. I don't know what the the the, the full um, permeation of this is. I don't think anyone understands really what the full power of this is. I know there's there's um, people in the people out there who have spoke about this experience. How basically the the final point of this thing is basically you becoming a more sort of enlightened person in your daily life, and like I said, the gift of true sight, the ability to see things a lot better, and, and make basically come out the other end of this a much better and balanced human being, and work through all our all of our trauma, our past trauma, and all our shit. 
I definitely feel that. I definitely feel that it's getting to that. I don't know what the full immersion of this is. I spoke to um, a few people who I've spoken on the podcast who I really recommend. Like one of them guy is I spoke to William Bullham. As you know, he's one of the leading experts on out-of-body experience. And I've spoke to him and he said that nobody knows. Sometimes this uh, the, the final outcome of this can be different for other people which makes it even more interesting and more exciting and more beautiful that the final outcome of whatever comes of this, the full Kundalini awakening that I know that is going to happen, can be can be um, is different for other people. So like I said, this thing is not, it might be something for you, it might be the same for someone else, but it's, I think it's about, for me at the minute is, as I'm trying to just pay attention to, um, trying to pay attention to what is going on, trying to listen, feel the, in, feel the intuition with inside myself and see where this thing takes us. I don't want to try to not, like for example, one of the big things that I've learned is the control aspect. When this thing's coming on us, a big thing that I've learned is the control aspect. And just to go a little bit deeper as well, which is wild to give you experience, a bit of a story. I know you guys like stories. I had a dream the other night. Um, and basically I had this dream where I was on this wooden train and another guy was driving the wooden train and I was basically driving on this wooden train going over all these different loops up and down, up and down, up and down and I remember saying to the guy this is all great but how can we get the wooden train sort of back up to the top of the hill once we get down because this wooden train didn't have an engine so anyway we kept going down this hill kept going down this hill and the only thought that I kept thinking in my mind is, is yes this is great but how are we going to get this train back up I don't want to be pushing this train back up to the top of the hill <laughs> this thing is bloody heavy so we kept going down kept going down and we eventually got to the end of the spiral and the spiral the track kept going spiraling around all the way down at the end and end, eventually in the dream the train got to the spiral at the bottom and ended up tipping off into a sort of a, um, a mud hole and all of a sudden, I walked walk about a bed. So I, in the morning, I have a dream journal, and I wrote this dream all all down, all the feelings and all the sensations that I felt in this dream, and really tried to make a note of all the things that I was that was going on, the colours, the textures, the things that I was experiencing in my mind at the time. <coughs> so anyway, I started doing a bit of research on the notion of what this, what the sort of the dream interpretation of say. Um, a train, a train is a train on tracks and the first thing that come up was control and straight away this thing I got a feeling from my body that yes this is what it is it's control and then it was a, maybe about a day later when I was analysing the dream again that I realised that that the train that the wooden train that was on the tracks was actually representing a serpent so if you remember initially at the start of this podcast where I talked about how ancient cultures believe that this the kundalini energy is represented by a serpent that is based in the bottom of the spine. So straight away I was like, whoa, I was blowing my mind straight away. So the rep the representation of the dream was basically me on a train, on a snake, going through the different thing, the spiral at the end, in a and it was saying to me, and this is the stage where I'm at now, is the control aspect. And thinking back to this experience when this when the Kundalini energy does sort of come over us and I can feel it aligning through my whole body, there is definitely a control aspect where I'm not letting go and I'm trying to control it too much. So my next part of my journey, which I fully know and I fully understand now, is that I need is that I need to to not control it as much. 
so that is something anyway that I learned so that was very interesting to me so really I think that is all I can say on that at the moment there is one more thing I wanted to cover as well um, and it's probably going to be a common question and a lot of people I know for me I was question that I was asking myself is this can this can this awaken is it possible to awaken this if you're see if you're not ready for it um i definitely don't think I, d- I definitely don't think it can i think it only comes to you when you're ready um i always remember this famous story on the podcast a while ago that anthony peak spoke about and it is a very powerful one and he spoke about this a famous story about an anthropologist called benny shannon and he basically said that this famous anthropologist called benny shannon went on this quest to find the secrets of the universe and he basically went around all the best spiritual masters in the world. He went all the best yogis, all the best meditators. And he asked them the question, how do I find the secrets of the universe? And he said that after visiting all these different practitioners around the world, and all these masters, he was never satisfied with his answer. And he said one day he was walking through a park and he came across an ice cream salesman, an ice cream, ice cream van. And this ice cream, he asked the ice cream salesman, he thought one day he's just going to ask the ice cream salesman the same questions that he asked to these masters. And he turned around and he said, what, where could I find the secrets of the universe? And the ice cream salesman turned around to Benny Shannon and said, well, think about this for a second. If someone was to hide the secrets of the universe, where would they hide them? And Benny Shannon, the anthropologist, turned around and said, I don't know where. And the guy said, what about... He turned around to the ice cream salesman and he said, what about the moon? And the ice cream salesman turned around to Benny Shannon and said, no, because one time unlawful men will get to the moon and they'll find the secrets of the universe. So then Benny Shannon turned around to the ice cream salesman and said, what about under the ocean? He says, no, because eventually unlawful men will get to the bottom of the ocean and find the secrets of the universe. So Benny Shannon kept going on, seeing all these different places. He says, Mars, Pluto, all these different planets. But the answer was the same every single time. No, because unlawful men would eventually find the secrets of the universe. Unlawful men would find the secrets of the universe. But he said, however, the only place to hide the secrets of the universe would be to embed them with inside the human mind. And only when you are ready for it, you will be able to unravel the secrets of the universe. So that is all I'm going to say on that one. I hope that episode blew your your mind. Stay open-minded as always. I'm at a point now where I'm not holding back on this podcast. Um, I really do want to just be true to my journey that is unfolding. I know at times these things can sound crazy. I was at a point in my journey five or six years ago where I was very close-minded and I've become more and more open-minded to different things and that's why these things in my life have been unfolding because I've become more open-minded. We don't know what this world is, guys. We really don't. Um, I've said this many times on the podcast before. I'm probably getting sick of it. I've had so many different experiences now where I know that we're not these physical vessels. These We're not these meat suits, as I like to call them. There is something more profound going on in this reality. I don't know what it is. I don't know if we'll ever know what it is. If anyone tells you they do know what it is, run a mile because of the bullshit and the con artists. But I think this this thing, whatever it is, it really is a magical place and all these different things that are happening all the way from deja vu to synchronicities to kundalini awakening 
God knows what else is going to come up on this journey, but it really is a beautiful and magical ride. And I just want to end by saying that I promise you guys, after this experience, and one of the biggest things is I've learned is that we are all powerful beyond measure. And I promise you that we are all much more powerful than you can ever imagine. And there's a really great quote as well, just to end this up, end this, and it says that our greatest fear is not that we are inadequate. Our greatest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure. So anyway, I hope you're all having a great day wherever you are in the world. I love you all. Thanks so much for listening and watching this podcast. Um, This was just another episode of Observe Me Thoughts. Like I said, I do these from time to time where I just ramble and just be honest and stay true to the journey that I'm on. And hopefully you've enjoyed it. So anyway, peace out, people, and I love you all. Boom. Thanks so much for listening to that podcast. I hope you guys enjoyed that one um i i hope you listened all the way through with an open mind and an open heart it really is for me it really is an intro what it is i'm going for a very interesting time in my life at the moment like i said i'm still trying to figure this thing out i'm very much in the middle of this kundalini awakening i mean you can call it many different names but i'm going to use that context definitely is a kundalini awakening and i hope that i hope um you guys didn't think that was too crazy i really just wanted to be honest and stay true to my journey and where i'm at and really just let you guys know what the hell is going on so i mean this thing that is going on in my life currently it really is a powerful profound thing i really want you to know that it really is it is like sort of a it is turning me consciousness up on hyperdrive and it really is such a special thing so anyway, just to play this podcast out, as I always do, this is a really powerful song. It's quite fitting for this conversation. It's a song called Desert Land. It's by an artist called Ellen B. Williams. So I hope you enjoy this song by Ellen B. Williams, Desert Land. Enjoy, people, and have a great day wherever you are in the world. And keep seeking, as always, because you never know where it might take you. Peace out. <laughs> Drop my hat.